Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast when the kids pull up. Um, I got my boy Jaren out here. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, basically, yeah. How your day went, bro? It's pretty good, bro. How, how you been? I've been chilling. Um, again, through class and shit like that. Just okay. normal stuff. Rough. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, how you feel about the Super Bowl and stuff like that? The 49ers and uh, the Chiefs. Well, to be honest with you, I wanted the 49ers to win. I don't know why. I just felt like they were like an overall team. But the Chiefs, they did their thing, you know. Uh, they have some pretty fast receivers, and they definitely took advantage of the, the passing game. That nigga Tariq Hill didn't do shit. No. He only had one deep ball. Nigga, nigga kept going east and west and not north and south. Mm-hmm. So I guess the Super Bowl, uh, the hype stuff got to him a little bit. How, um, what's it called? You in, you in like uh, Tyron? No. Really? I didn't think he really, he didn't show nothing to me. The person that stood out the most to me was, of course, Patrick Mahomes and Sammy Watkins. I thought Sammy Watkins had a one of the best games of his career. I feel like I feel like Sammy Watkins could easily be on another team, and be a number one option on that one. I just feel like the Chiefs had a lot of number one options on their team, and then they had that that uh what's it called that running back. Damian Williams, mm-hmm. yeah, he just came out of nowhere. Really, I didn't even hear about him throughout the season, and he just came out, literally, just came out of nowhere. Yeah, the, I think he was a free agent. I don't even know what school he went to or anything. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, and how you feel about uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, the Jimmy V? I mean, not Jimmy V, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, the whole thing between them. I feel like Patrick Mahomes and he didn't really play his best game, but I feel like he also. He also showed a little bit like, you know, I mean, it, the pressure got to him and stuff like that, but he showed that he can, you know, have that comeback in him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he led the NFL in most uh, fourth quarter comebacks this season. So, like, I I didn't think he was going to pull it off in the Super Bowl, but he sure did. So, and I don't know, I give him a lot of respect because he's still a young quarterback, and for him to go out there and do what he did, you know, Kept his composure at a big stage. That that's crazy. True, but do you think it'd be like it was like more him or Andy Reid? Um, I feel like down to the you know at the end of the day, it's it's gonna be the player. Yeah, you have your coach with the the brains, but he was actually physically you know putting in the the work and making those passes and bringing his uh, team back for the championship. Okay. Okay. So, like, would you say he's more of a – where would you put him at? Like, is he is he the best quarterback in the league right now? Or do you think he's, like, top three, top five? Because, personally, I think that he's, like – I think he's top three. I still put, you know, I still put Lamar Jackson over him. I'll put uh, Russell Wilson still, and then, I, and then it'll have to be him. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo even deserves to be top ten, to be honest, because he got – um. I feel like his defense, the uh, the front line, they really drove it all the way yeah, to the Super Bowl, passed the past the playoffs, you know, and stuff like that. So I just feel like, I just felt personally, I just feel like he's more of a like when it was like games that they lost, he's he's been the one that they that they okay, yeah, they pointed their finger at. You feel me? Yeah, I I agree with you honestly because um, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's like I give him top ten. You know, uh, top five, like my top three quarterbacks I, you know, that balled out this season were, uh, of course, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and then, you know, Deshaun Watson. I felt like they all stepped up, and they're all young, too. So Mm -hmm. it just shows what uh, direction the NFL is going in with, like, you know, black quarterbacks. So you think we in a new day and age of quarterbacks now? Yeah, definitely. I feel like they're elevating the, you know, the standard. How you feel about the um the the Tom Brady controversy about him either going to the Las Vegas Raiders now or either um uh what's call it Los Angeles Chargers or staying at uh New England? I think it's crazy, but I I know like New England's probably getting to that transition area, knowing he's you know he's not going to be able to play to the level he's playing at as he gets older. So like it'll be it'll be very interesting to see him on a different team in a different uniform. I couldn't get used to it to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Especially like Raiders. Who who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh what's the card? So um 
going off the Super Bowl, I was thinking, so uh, after Super Bowl, you know, seeing Andy Reid fat ass and stuff like that, um, being all red and shit, I was just wondering, you know, personally, uh, I don't think he is yet, mm-hmm. but I think that he has, like, you know, one more Super Bowl to really, like, solidify that. So going along with that, my question is, uh, do you think he's a, a, a Hall of Famer? If he if he would have in his in his whole career right now, you think he a Hall of Famer? Uh I think he would be able to squeak in. I'm not gonna lie, cause uh this is the second team he brought to the Super Bowl. It is true. So 2000, 2005, six Eagles. Yeah, and he lost to the Patriots. So I don't know. I I definitely think he's up there coaching wise because of how many wins he's had, mm-hmm. and he's he showed he has success and he finally has a ring. So definitely. I feel like he'll squeak in there. Well, I mean, I feel like he did make a change in the whole scheme of offense because, like, you know, he's he's been, what, fucking leading the fucking categories in for, like, having the best all offenses on his team and shit like that. Like, that, that same year, 2005, I'll never forget you know, that year. Uh, it was Terrell Owens. It was uh, Donovan McNabb, Brian Westbrook. You know, it was all of them and stuff like that. Even though they had a good-ass defense, you know, Brian Dawkins and stuff. But I just felt like that offense was just unstoppable in that day and age. I just felt like now he's, like, he's, he's, he's found a way to really turn – like like make a make a whole new two thousand five you know but it's like it's more of a new day and age type of two thousand five Eagles yeah and you know I just I just feel like you know in that he he like he deserve it I just feel like if he just gets one more it'll just stop a little bit of the doubt you know yeah. it's like could you always have doubts you know like like what Mike Tomlin being in the uh, being in the Hall of Fame and stuff like that and I just feel like he's he's at that at that same level as Mike Tomlin hmm. but I just feel like if he just gets one more Super Bowl, he'll be where Bill Belichick's at in, like, legacy a little bit. But, you know, I mean, nobody can really, like, surpass or, like, even get close to Bill Belichick right now. Yeah. Uh, Belichick is definitely up there. But Andy Reid, uh, I, I think he'll he'll be able to, you know, make it into the Hall of Fame, no doubt. And he, yeah, this, this Chiefs team is very, like, similar to the 05 Eagles just because, like, uh, speed and size yeah um and i felt like casey is definitely like a faster team so i don't know that matchup between the 05 eagles and the uh 2019 chiefs would be a good comparison or a good game to watch yeah (laughs) so um going along with that uh you know you we uh we recently had the nfl honors awards you know um, Lamar Jackson got the MVP, you know, um, that was a big thing that I seen. I didn't really care about all the other awards, to be honest. Um, but, uh, how did you feel about the, uh, Lamar Jackson award? I mean, the, um, MVP, him getting the MVP and stuff. I was very glad he got MVP because, uh, for him to come in with all that doubt, you know, he was the last pick of the first round, you know? Yeah. Um, he, he just blocked everyone out and went to work you know and that just shows like what type of person he is he's and like he's humble which is crazy you know he never he was just out there having fun playing football so like i was very glad when he was uh named mvp so how do you feel about like um the christian mccaffrey snub him not getting office player of the year or anything like that him, him not getting no accolades like, like at all i definitely thought he would get something just because how he was carrying his team, you mm-hmm. know, and he's a running back, slot back, you know, and that's hard to do when you're not like um, the quarterback, you know, you can't have all the control, you know. So, like, I give, like, shout outs to all, like, the players that are able to produce when sometimes they're not in the best position. So how do you feel about – uh? You know Michael Thomas getting the offensive player of the year then, cause he he his catching radius is crazy. Yeah, his completion you know is up there. It's like what ninety six, ninety seven yeah, plus. He dropped like one pass all season. Exactly. Yeah. So like, and then he led his team to a playoff, even though it was like wild card, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was still. I mean, it was like thir- that thirteen and three. You know, you still had um, them going against. Uh, the Vikings and stuff like that, but like him 
from like a wide receiver standpoint, I think he did like amazing. Yeah, he did. So like, what would you would you put him over Christian McCaffrey for that award, or would you get McCaffrey? It? That that's a hard one for me, just because like like playing receiver before, like I understand like how hard it is to get as many receptions, you know, mm-hmm. and like be able to be that consistent and go so many games without dropping a pass. Yeah, you know that's crazy. So like I gave him a lot of like respect for that, and that's not an easy thing to do. So like I mean, yeah, they made a good choice with picking him, but I don't know. I think Christian McCaffrey definitely should have got something or something. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Michael Thomas. I feel like he's just he's just I don't know. I just feel like you could debate that. You could easily debate that, really. But yeah. like I feel like he's more of a. It's like. He's a he's a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, he had more touchdowns than Christian McCaffrey. He led his team to the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. And which Christian McCaffrey didn't. He was on a, a subpar team that was really, you know, they didn't have Cam Newton that year. You mm-hmm. know, they they didn't have their fucking defense is suspect. Their mm-hmm. D B their secondary is just very suspect. Yeah, you know, struggled. they just recently just lost Luke Keekley, yep. you know, and um after what nine, eight nine seasons stuff like that, so it's just like going off of all that. I just feel like really it was Michael Thomas's to lose because you know he just had to. I mean, he just had the team, like the team orchestrated around him. You know, you had Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, you mm-hmm. had uh, Jason Tatum, uh, whatever his name is, um, and then you had him, and it was just like it was you know it was just mayhem for him. It was like you know they was. They they set the league on fire for a little bit and only yeah. losing three games and still going to the wild card really bro it really frustrates me really because I feel like if your team is thirteen and three mm-hmm. normally in any goddamn other mm-hmm. season bro you will be either first or first second, or second. Yep. in a conference but now you what nowadays you're third or you are what fourth in the fucking wild card got to prove really your spot it. again like come yeah. on now that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, like, I, the thing how I see it, like, I I agree with the Michael Thomas thing. But mm-hmm. back to like Christian McCaffrey, he was, you know, one of the he was the only running back this season to catch for a thousand and rush for a thousand yeah. on on a team like that. But like, I understand it comes back to like you know success. So like, the wins and everything, of course, goes to the Saints and Michael Thomas. Yeah. So uh, going off that, um, Stephen Stephon Gilmore. Uh, cornerback from the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. He recently got Defensive Player of the Year. How do you feel about that? I mean, it. I don't know. You know, because <laughs> he, like, yeah, he got a lot of interceptions and stuff. And yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of people didn't throw his way at a certain point, but there was about five other players in the NFL had the same amount of interceptions he had. Mm-hmm. Like Tredavious White for the Buffalo Bills. He yeah. Was, he was doing his thing this season. And uh, that I think he might be a rookie, uh, Makai uh, Fitzpatrick. Oh, Mika Fitzpatrick? Mika oh, no, he's not a rookie. He just he came not. out of the. He came he, from Miami? Yeah, he came from Miami. Oh. It's like it was his third season, I think. Yeah, but like even him, he had a good season, you know, but like respected like Stefan uh, Gilmore because he balled out, you know. Yeah, I just felt like with that, it was more so. I mean, I will put Stephon, not not Stephon. I'll put uh, Mika Fitzpatrick in. Mm-hmm. But honestly, a lot of those passes was really gifted to him. You yeah. know, it was more so. You know, Joe Hayden with a tip pass. You know, mm-hmm. it was like anything like that. It was just went his way. So it was more like more so, right place at the right time. You know. Yeah, I feel it. But like with Stephon Gilmore, he did tie the the NFL with uh, six interceptions. He did, and he was on uh, the Patriots that led to the wild card um, spot. So I, that, that's why I just feel like. When it comes to that, it's more so, you know, you're gonna have that, you know, if you're if you're talking to I, uh, if you're talking to media a lot, mm-hmm. I feel like that's more of the, the the help with the voters and stuff like that. Yeah, but I also feel like one person that was very 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 underrated was uh, Tyron Matthews. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was the the heart and soul of the Chiefs defense. I feel like he deserved a lot a lot more, you know, praise than what he got over the um over this season. Mm. And uh I mean, my dog got a Super Bowl and stuff like that, but I just feel like, you know, he does he deserved like defensive player of the year just something, just mm-hmm. something. 
I mean, it all turned out for him because he got a ring, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, he always, it, it's hard to separate yourself defensively, I feel like, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not, like, dogging him or nothing, but, like, I don't know. At safety, I feel like it's harder to catch action sometimes just because of, like, how good, like, linebackers are in the yeah. NFL now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're playing, like, a run-heavy team, you know, mm-hmm. then, like, it's harder to get those tackles and everything to him. And then, luckily, he played – well, not luckily, but he did play the 49ers and, you know, had a good game. That's true. Game. He had, like, well, only, like, six tackles and stuff like that. Yeah. Covered good and stuff, so it was pretty good. Um, I mean, he had a few picks this season. I think he had like three. No, no, he definitely did. He definitely did his thing with the picks and stuff. Yeah. But um, I just feel like you know, as as much of a hybrid he is, mm-hmm. I feel like he should have got it because I mean, it's it's easy to play in a corner position. But I feel like nowadays, you know, because Tyron he can play corner, he can play safety, all type of stuff. Yeah. And if you look in the in the Chiefs' defensive scheme, he was literally everywhere. He was at blitzes. Yeah. He was uh he was covering slots. Uh, he was covering, you know, he was just like covering a lot, tight ends, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So I just feel like when it comes to when it comes to that, I feel like they got to put more recognition to that because it's more so it's a it's a lot of uh work workload that he had um had to put on his back. Oh yeah, definitely. And I feel like him being on Super Bowl team and being what number one, if you wanna if you really wanna put that into um perspective i feel like he deserved more more recognition more vote more more votes and stuff like that so i just feel like you know with him it's like he deserved the war more than stefan gilmore don't get me wrong stefan gilmore did his stuff he was a lockdown cornerback and stuff like that but you know i just don't feel like he deserves it as much as tyron matthews yeah i feel like it at the end of the day it comes down to like popularity too yeah and so um going off that um, another another person who won an award, and I was okay with this to be honest. Uh, Kyler Murray, offensive rookie player of the year. Hmm. How'd you feel about that? Cause uh, personally, you know, he had he had he had uh the only, the only good person he had on this team really. Um, Larry Fitz, Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's the only, uh, only person I think that you know he really had to uh, use as a safety, yeah. like, like as a safety vote, you know. But like other than that. It was like a lot of a lot of losses this year. You know, it's his rookie year, stuff like that. He was on a team that previously went went thirteen and uh, no, went uh, three and thirteen. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like with that, um, I mean, how you feel about that? Because me, I personally, you know, it's just he deserve it, but you know, I, I just mean, wonder how next year gonna be for him. To be honest, I thought he struggled. You think so? Yeah. Why is that? Every game I watch, he struggled. Everyone. Everyone, I don't know if it was even the Cleveland me, one, even the Cleveland one watching, you know, a bad game or what. But like, I seen that he was struggle, and like, I know, like, uh, Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. I thought he he had a good season for a rookie, you know, yeah, he was close to a thousand on not a good. I mean, they're both in the same, like, uh, you know, vicinity, I guess, yeah, because I guess, uh, they both were on bad teams, yeah, so. For them to do what they did is pretty good, but I don't know. It's like it's. I mean, it's interesting you brought up Josh Jacobs because uh, I didn't really think of him throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he in like his first three, four games, and um, it wasn't me like watching really him. It was me more watching uh, Jonathan uh, Jonathan uh, Aham. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only one I really thought about because um, uh, previously he came from Mississippi State. He's a trash talker and stuff like that, and yeah. I'm a safety and stuff, so I like stuff like that. But you know, I didn't really think of Josh Jacobs like that over, uh, throughout the throughout the season until week nine. Yeah, and I mean, off of week nine, he had a had a great ass game. But I don't know. I just feel like more like for like the first five weeks, it was more so about. Uh, the A B dilemma, and you know, mm-hmm. it was like all that type of stuff. So it kind of overshadowed his performance mm-hmm. a little bit. But you know, you know, to each his own. I feel like um, I don't know. Uh, did didn't Abraham get injured? Yeah, he got injured like week two. He did. Okay, yeah. So like, he definitely would have had a different 
rookie season if he wasn't hurt. And I, I definitely think he would have been top like in the NFL maybe. Yeah. He got like injured after the Los Angeles uh, Chargers game. Yeah. So um, uh, what's to call it? Nick Bosa, you know, mm-hmm. as a rookie, his first year. Yeah, went off. Had defensive rookie of the year on a Super Bowl team, on a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah. Um, how you feel about that? I thought it was a good choice. You think he better than his brother? Right now, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Off of just one year. Off of just one year. Okay, okay. This man already has <laughs> probably more stats than his brother. He doesn't have a, a pick six, mm-hmm. you know, like he does. And uh, for him to come out there and play at the level he was playing yeah, like that, that's incredible, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I give him a lot of props for that. So going out the NFL route, uh, I want to go into the NBA. Uh so you know, right now in this period of time, we're in the All Star. We're like we're dealing with the All Star, you know, uh, votes and stuff like that, and that's been finalized already. So, how do you feel about the the superstars or you know the All Star snubs snubs to uh, say the least? Um, how do you feel about like players like that, like Donovan? I mean, not Donovan, uh, Devin Booker, um, players like that, Derrick Rose, and you know people like that. Um, for me, like how I see it is that like some people's stat num stat lines were better than some of the all stars. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody's there's a couple of players uh averaging more points. You know, yeah. And what do you go for the to the all star game to see? You know, people dunking, shooting, crazy shots. You know, yeah. And like I feel like I don't know this this all star. Weekend coming up, I don't know about some of the players. Like, I'm not doubting them, but, like, I just don't see how some of them were picked over, you know, people that are producing more for their teams, you know? Yeah. So you feel like you feel like with Devin, Devin Booker, with his whole controversy about him attacking the all-star voters and stuff like that, um, we're going with that. Do you feel like he, he has a right to, or do you feel like, you know, even though because he's on a losing team, Still, the Phoenix Suns, in which I personally think that he should be traded mm-hmm. soon. But you know, um, going off that man, like Devin Booker, I just feel like you know he's more, he's more of a scorer, and I feel like if anything, he deserves to really be you know in the All Stars because I'm mean, in an All Star you know game and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because I mean, it goes off individual performance. Yeah, and you shouldn't really put. You shouldn't really attack him for being on a team that he has no like he that he got drafted to. You feel me? Yeah. I just feel like if he produces the way he produced, you know, in the West, even though the West do have a lot, a lot. of superstars, I feel like as a point guard, him and Dame is the best out of all of them. Yeah. So I just feel like you know he deserves it, and then my nigga D Rose, I feel like you know. You know, everything he dealt with and stuff like that, you know, going off. I, I feel like this is his best season so thus far mm-hmm. since his uh, 2011 uh, injury. And um, I just feel like he deserves it because he's been going, what, he averages like 20 points a game now. Yeah. You know, he's uh, helping Detroit win even though, uh, you know, sadly we ain't winning a lot. But I just feel <laughs> like, you know, um, I feel like, you know, he, he he's molding back to his game. Now, do I feel like he should have had, been brought into the um, All-Star easily. But I feel like, you know, it's better for him not to be in it so he can just stay healthy. Yeah. So, I mean, with that, I, I mean, because uh, I probably, I probably uh, Derrick Rose so much. So, uh, with those All-Stars, you know, how do you feel about it? Um, With some of the All-Stars that, like, are about to, like, be on, like, LeBron or Giannis's team, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they definitely could have been replaced with, like, Someone else, like Devin Booker, D. Rose, or someone else more willing, you mm-hmm. know? Like, uh, what is it? his name from the Pacers? Sabonia or something? I don't know his name, but... Uh, Sabonia? Yeah, something. I, <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't... I don't know. I didn't think he was doing all that good this season. I feel like for the Pacers, is definitely... A team collectively, like, I felt like no one really stood out individually. Because we all know, like, 
when Victor Aladipo gets healthy again, like the Pacers, that's their star, you know? Yeah. And so for someone to come else to come out of the Pacers, I mean like that's that's good for them. But I feel like they were just better as a team collectively. I feel like um Yeah, I mean like it's like players like players that don't really deserve to really be in there is now in there, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like Zach Levine, he does Man, man, this yeah. dude been going off. He's one of the top scorers in the league. Exactly, and he has not gotten what gotten no no looks no looks at all. So I'm just like, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. And I don't know, man, because Zach Levine, he's a problem. He's another person that to be traded too. But I feel like I feel like there's too much players to be to be talking about that that needs to be traded. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like him and Derrick Rose is. Is the top two right now that needs to be traded, and mm-hmm. I'll be man if if Derrick Rose goes to the Lakers, that'd be a great <laughs> fit, man. Yeah, I think so. Just because, like, they still have like that veteran like point guard. Yeah, in Rondo, mm-hmm. but Rondo doesn't score as much as you know he needs to. I feel like, and I feel but like he's I, definitely improved on like his shooting and stuff. Yeah, because like if you look at his numbers, man. He only misses like a couple of shots, you know, which is good. Even though he doesn't score a lot, mm-hmm. and but he's still like trying to produce in some way, either rebounds or assists. And you know, that's his that's his role. Yeah. But if like uh, D Rose, I feel like D Rose would definitely help the Lakers just because of his scoring. You know, even though you have AD, LeBron, you have multiple players that can score, but there's nothing wrong with having you know more. Yeah, I just feel like um, I agree. I agree definitely. Um, Rondo, he's more of a. I feel like his 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 day and age, like his, you know, where he was really that dude in the league, and mm-hmm. those type of players of him, like past first kind of, you know, point guards. I feel like that has ended three seasons ago. Yeah, and I feel like it was good talking about him because you know it's Rondo. He once had his shine and stuff like that. But I just feel like as a veteran player. You know, he should be somewhere else. I feel like personally, he should be in Detroit, and Derrick Rose should be in uh at the, in the Lakers. But do I feel like Derrick Rose would do as good as he's doing with the Pistons with the Lakers? It's kind of iffy because you know how LeBron is. He he loves to control the team, and then you know the last time that you know Derrick Rose played with uh LeBron, Derrick Rose didn't really do anything. He got traded away. So I just feel like you know. It's a good fit, but how good of a fit would it be? You feel me? Yeah. So I yeah. Um, second half predictions. How uh, after the All Star game, you know, how you feel? That's um, you know, the top team is gonna be, you know, going on to the playoffs and stuff like that, and then going into the championship. Who you see like winning it all? How do you like? What What is your predictions right now? Um. Well, it's it's always easier to like predict who's gonna come out the East. You know, just because LeBron's not in the East anymore. But I don't know. I f- definitely think it'll, it'll be interesting because uh, you got to look out for Miami because Miami, they're hooping right now. And, um, of course, you have Giannis. I feel like Giannis, he's going to try and take him to the conference, Eastern Conference, conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And the Raptors, the Raptors defending champs, they're on a 10-game win streak right now. You know, yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I feel like the entire NBA is, you know, like even. But like, I would definitely like to see like Giannis make it to the championship, and then of course, like, I would like the Lakers to make it to the championship just to see how you know, like they're very capable. I feel like they're one of the strongest, or if not the strongest team, like in the West. I feel like it'll be oh man, I really I really want LeBron James to to find his way back up there and I want him to get another chip. Yeah. But um I feel like this is this is the year, you know, that the Lakers have to win it. If it's better than any other year, sadly, because Kobe died and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, like in a yeah, R. I. P. But yeah, I just feel like, you know, it's it's their year. I mean, yeah, we can say Giannis and stuff like that, but after Giannis there's what, Chris Middleton and after Chris Middleton, there's really nobody. 
Yeah. You know? And uh, after... So if something does happen to Giannis, then, you know... They're done. Might, they're yeah. done. And I, like, that's that's my scary part about Giannis. I, bro, I, I love Giannis' game, you know, mm. a straight athlete, a straight freak, a freak. But I just feel like, you know, when it goes to stuff like that, I just feel like Giannis is going to lose to a team like Toronto. Yeah. Like, I just feel like he's going to lose to a team like the 76ers. I don't like feel like he's going to – exactly. I just, don't, I just don't feel like he's going to really be, you know, that he's going to be up there. Now, do I feel like he's very hungry? Hell yes, I feel like he's very hungry, and I really yeah. like that out of him. But I do think that they're not – they don't have the the team yet. Mm-hmm. It's like basically the same – like, off the off their offseason, I feel like they have literally have not went up or down. They just stayed neutral. You know, yeah. and I feel like with that, it builds chemistry. Yeah, you have the same team. You say, you know, you drop one, got one, but like stayed the same. But like the team chemistry is cool. It's just that that wasn't the problem. Mm. The problem was 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 Giannis going to be a dog this year? Was he going to be? Was he going to take over? Because you know how last year when they went against Toronto, um, he he kind of choked at the end. Yeah, he he did. And then like I just feel like with with that, it's like. Man, I just I just really want to see Giannis. I just really want to see him in the NBA uh, NBA finals stuff like that. I just don't think that he'll make it there. Yeah, I I, I just don't think it's like it's, it's his time yet. Then who would you take coming out the East? It would have to be the Seventy Sixers if and only if Joel Embiid get his act right. If he uh-huh. does, what he if if he if he gets his act right. Mm. Ben Simmons, you know, keep doing what he do. I just feel like they're 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 there. Do I do like I think that the most solid team in the East right now? Yes, I feel like they're the most solid team in the East, and I also feel like you know it could be Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's not not not, not too far behind either because it's mm-hmm. like they're you know you have you have Kyle Lowry, you know they're coming off of they still have that momentum from last year, mm-hmm. and I just feel like you know what's his name. Pakasam Sarakum or something like yeah, that. Pascal. Pascal, there we go. I just feel like with him, you know, he's he's showing himself coming from the G League and stuff like that. Now he's starting to really get in his bag, you feel me? Yeah. And I just feel like with that now, it's just like, man, the sky's the limit for them. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, you know, it's more of a West. It's more of a West talk than the East talk. And I mean it really is. But like, you know, I just I just see LeBron and Anthony Davis just win just just winning it. I just see him winning it all. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I agree with the. It's definitely West because you have so many like. I don't know. It it could literally be anyone out the West, even though like we hope for just one team because we have the Clippers. You know, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Then you have, uh, Portland. Portland's pretty tough in the playoffs. They just need. Something else that's just gonna boost them to get past the second round, you know. Yeah. And you got Houston. Houston's always there. I mean, Houston's good in the playoffs, and we'll see what Russ, Russ and uh, Harden do, like in the playoff situation together. Cause we I mean, they're like what rank six. Yeah. So I, I, their hype, their hype is. Um, I love Russ game, but I feel like. You know, Harden. If it's, it's, it has to be either or with them. They mm. can't be like, you know, they both like you know doing a Damian Lillard and um, McCullen, uh, situation. I I I don't feel like them being. I don't feel like uh, Westbrook and um, Harden will both be high scorers. I feel like it has to be either or with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I feel like this this is not their year. Uh, sadly to say, uh, yeah. you because think they need one more. I, yeah, they need one more, just one more, because I mean, you know, Westbrook is still dealing with the fans a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, Harden, you know, he's he's worried about Westbrook trying to keep his team going, trying to he's he, he this is his year now that he's really starting to like learn that okay, I have to be a leader of this team, you know, mm-hmm. and like before it was like okay, he was a leader of the team, but um, he would uh he would choose that to. Be okay. I gotta be the hot scorer of the team. I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And I just feel like this, this is his year that he has to really learn. He's not gonna, he's yeah, not gonna yeah. be. I mean, cause 
to to be a champion, you have to go through your downfalls. You have to learn, you know. And yeah. I feel like he's still in that learning process to to get used to being a leader and getting used to having that as his team and stuff like that. And it's gonna have to be that way until you know he finds that you know switch to get Russell Westbrook into the groove of things. I mean, Russell Westbrook doing his thing, um, but I just feel like you know Harden, it's it's more so Harden than it is Westbrook. I agree. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, James Harden, this man shoots all the shots. You know? All the shots. And, like, I know it's hard for, like, teams to still, like, cover him mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. But, like, I feel like that team is just going to, you know, figure it out. And then what? Then who's going to step up, you know? Yeah. So, like, maybe he'll be ready for that. But, like, I don't know. The West is West is definitely complicated. Very complicated. But it's a, it's a, good, it's a good kind of complicated. Yeah. So, we gonna see, but um, this next one's gonna be a little bit hard for me. Uh, you know, I still can't believe it's true, but um, we have to talk about it because it's still in current news and stuff like that. So, um, Kobe Bryant, you know, he died, um, in a helicopter crash with his daughter Gianna, um, R.I.P. And uh, nine and what seven other people. Uh, I think nine. Oh, was it nine other people? It was either seven or nine. Yeah. Yeah, so... It was seven. Seven? Okay, yeah. It was nine total. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, um... Man, it's like it's it's a sad loss because uh, he was just getting into his whole dad mood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I ne- me personally, I've never valued Kobe. I, I've always valued his work ethic. Mm-hmm. But I never valued him as, like, a, as a basketball player. And... I say that because, like, you know, it was just more so I feel bad now because mm-hmm. it's like um, he 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 did a lot for the game. He did. Now when I think about it, he really did a lot for the game. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, it really took me. It really took me to really notice after he died that he did a lot for the game. But, um, I mean, one, it wasn't really shown like that throughout media. LeBron was always shown on yeah. ESPN Sports and all that type of stuff. So it's just like, I just feel like, you know, it just sucks. But, like, you know, I really value his work ethic, you know. Um, and I just still I still can't believe he's gone. That's the thing. I've, uh, the time, me personally, uh, the time I really thought of him, uh, I really like was rooting for him because you know Kobe fans really killed it for me. It was just like they were just so obnoxious stuff like that. But like um, the time I was really going for him was like when I was in middle school, like sixth, seventh grade. You know, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, he was going against uh, the Celtics, and the Celtics had with Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and uh, Paul Pierce and Rondo, and you know you just had Kobe. Kobe and Paul Gasol, but it was more so just Kobe. Yeah. And he really created, in my head, he really created like a a Superman with a Robin going against a bunch of villains, the three-headed monsters or, you know, four-headed monsters, whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah. But I just felt like, you know, that's the time I really liked Kobe. When I lost, I really, I really was like messing with him. I didn't, I didn't really look at him when he was wearing eight. You know, I really mm-hmm. didn't look at like look up to him because you know, and I'm gonna still say you know he's not my Michael Jordan. He's not my as LeBron's my Michael Jordan still. Yeah, but he's more of a he's more of a like like the more time it goes past, he seems more of like a myth, like the mythical legend. Yeah, in a sense, Definitely. and it's just like I feel like you know, it sucks because I really never really got to like really think about Kobe until after his death. Hmm. You know, so I was just like, you know, with his legacy, you know, how do you feel about it? You know, um, well, for me, like, it definitely took me a minute to learn how to like love Kobe. You know, yeah, like, um, like he's always like been like in my life. Like I've always like you know, like knew who Kobe Bryant was. Yeah, I like I grew up you know LeBron fan. Like you were saying, like, yeah, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. You know, and then like. When I seen Kobe playing LeBron, I was like, dang, that's the enemy, you know? Exactly. But, like, I would respect it because, like, Kobe, he was good, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I just remember, like, I don't know, like, I just, like, I don't know, over the last, like, couple of years, like, since his, like, last couple of seasons, that's when I really started, like, liking Kobe and everything. Yeah. And, I like, I, like, watched his movie, 
I started reading his book. Um, shoot, like, I don't know, like, he's honestly, like, helped me outside of sports, you know? When mm-hmm. he first created the mom, like, mambo mentality, you know? Exactly, everyone, yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. wanted that, you know? Everyone wanted to have that drive. Everyone wanted to have that mindset and that alter ego to go to when it's go time, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like even when I was younger, I would create my own, you know, alter ego to go off of a go off of and just you know be someone i'm not yeah you know yeah so like i feel like he's definitely taught a lot of people a lot of things and like he may not know that you know Mm -hmm. but like you could just tell how the world is just grieving over you know kobe like this is was literally like so unexpected and you know it just shows how like short life is and how you have to just cherish everything yeah, man. Like throughout that, everyone. like throughout that whole day, I was just more so. I was like distraught, you know. I was just really like looking at, you know, Instagram and stuff like that, and I was just like, damn, like he's really dead. Like I don't, I don't like looking at TMZ because uh, TMZ yeah. really, bro, they be pissing me off. A lot of fake. Yeah, a lot of fake news with them. Like they really like being in people's business and stuff like that. But like, I just feel like you know when he died, it was just like it was different. Yeah, like definitely different. Like I just felt like I was in a dream. You're like, for real, because I, I mean, like you had texted me that, and I was I remember what I was doing too, bro. Because I was just standing in the kitchen, bro. You said you hear about Kobe, and I was like, bro, Kobe just posted something last night. Like exactly. I followed the dude on Instagram, and yeah. then I go over here and I look up, and then boom, and then all of a sudden, just hopped on Instagram and just started seeing everything about Kobe, and I was like. I can't believe it, you know? Yeah. And I was like, it wasn't like I was going to cry for him. Yeah. It was just like a, bro. You felt something, though. Yeah, like, I like I left the house, bro. I left the house. I remember I was talking to my girl. Um, I left the house, and I was just like, damn, bro. Like, I could die. Like, I could yeah. die right now. Like, something could happen. Like, like everybody looked at Kobe as, like, immortal. and Very, yeah. When I started out, when I, when I thought about it, I was like, Damn, like he has he has no bad guys, you know, that could really like shoot him or anything like that, you know. He was Nobody, untouchable. Exactly. And it was just like the most untouchable thing in life is still touchable. Touchable. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like it's kinda like how Michael Jackson died, but I was too young to really know how Michael Jackson like like feel that, you feel me? Yeah. But it was just like it was like, damn. Like it's Kobe. It's Kobe. Cause yeah, uh, I don't know, like Definitely, like, the age I'm now, like, I'm a Kobe fan. Like, I've always, like, I would say, I'm not going to say that just because he's passed. Yeah. But, like, when I, after, like, I started reading, like, more stuff on him and, like, articles and stuff. Yeah. Like, from when I was in high school and stuff. Like, I would have to say, yeah, like, I would be a Kobe fan, you know? Yeah. And, um, I don't know, like, I'm appreciative for everything he's done, you know? Yeah. Even though, like, we just see mainly basketball out of him, mm-hmm. I feel like we were able to see, you know, the little things, you know? Especially when, after he retired, like, the little, uh, like, uh, advice he would drop yeah. for us and everything. Yeah. Like, you don't know, that could have helped meant something to someone that really needed that, you know? Exactly. So that just shows we should always be kind, you know? Yeah. And I feel like with him, it's like, you know... I remember, man, it was like this big phase, bro. I had like, I mean, a lot of a lot of kids had this too. Like they shoot, they shoot a uh, paper or they shoot a ball, you know, yeah. at the park or whatever. Say Kobe, and Kobe. just be like, you know, but mine's nine times out of ten, I would miss, so I'll stop saying it. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, yeah, just like stuff like that. Like it really like. It really, like, made me, like, yeah, bro, I was one of those kids that was saying Kobe and, like, shooing the ball and, like, hoping they'll go in and stuff like Fading that. Fading away. Exactly. So it was just, like, he really, like, he really had that effect on me, even though I wasn't even a, a Kobe fan I'm at saying, the time, you know? My favorite basketball move is a fadeaway shot because <laughs> I make those, and I know I can, you know? Yeah. So, like, just the little things we don't notice we pick up from him you know which yeah. is crazy yeah so i'm gonna go on uh campus news you know we're in western colorado university um located in gunnison colorado um 
But yeah, look it up. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, our girls' basketball team, you know, on a on a on a good, you know, they're doing pretty good right now. Um, they have an upcoming game uh, here in Gunnison, Colorado, at the Paul Wright Gymnasium, and uh, they're going against Regis. Uh, no, not against Regis. My fault. Uh, Dixie State. Um, the previous matchup they had against them, they lost that uh, by what I think it was like 13, 12. But um, yeah. So uh, how you feel about they their year so far? It's definitely been a good year for the girls. You know, mm-hmm. um, they got a lot of like young help that's been producing. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I feel like they're really all together. You know, I feel like they spend a lot of time with each other. Their chemistry must be out of the roof, you know, and they're just balling, which is cool. So, like, with a prediction with them, how far do you think they can go? I think they could definitely, like, if they're they're up there, you know, mm-hmm. they're probably, like, what, one or two in the conference right now? Yeah, I think they're, like, we have one or two. Yeah, and one or two. Shoot, they can make it to the tournament and play in the champ- championship for conference if they, they keep doing what they're doing. I feel like you know. Oh, and their uh their record is uh thirteen and six. You know they have a uh point six sixty eight uh win per win percentage. Um, they're eleven and four in conference. Um, six and zero at home. Uh, two and zero in neutral, and uh five and six in away. Um, but yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, they last they last matchup with uh Dixie. They lost fifty four to sixty eight. Um. And I feel like this one, since we got the home advantage, it's going to be more, it's going to be more, it's going to be very interesting because I feel like, you know, Katie Dalton, she leads the team in blocks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like she could do something. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody talks about her name when you go to a basketball court. Um, you know, you have uh, Gabby Dog. She the, she's um, the least, the, yeah, the least scorer for the team. Yeah, she's going off right now. And then you got a uh, point guard Hannah Cooper and stuff like that. She's doing pretty good with uh with like this establishing leadership as a point guard, you know? Yeah. Um I would like to see Phil Phil in that shit, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see her play more. Uh, I just like I just feel like, you know, their team is very the sky's the limit for them. I feel like yeah, it's a very well rounded team. Yeah, so there's I was, definitely multiple people on their team that can go off at any night. Yeah. Like, you can, like, uh, there's nights where Tatum Coleman goes off. Yep. Sam goes off. Yep. Which is cool, you know? It doesn't, you don't have that feeling where you just have to rely on one person, you know? Yeah. There's multiple it... people. If someone's hot, they clearly give them the ball, which is good. Exactly. It's that chemistry. And I feel like, I feel like it, it also goes with their coach, too. Their coach yeah. is very, like, you know, it shows that she cares about him. Um, mm-hmm. She's doing her thing as a coach, you know. Um, she's really like, you know, I don't know their coach personally, but, you know, outside of looking in, it looks like they're doing, like, like she's, like, di- like very, a very disciplined coach. Um, expect a lot of them, um, a lot of them to uh, go to their potential and plus more. You know, I just feel like they're, they're really uh close, yeah, like you said, a close bonded team, and which that also helps a lot because their team, well, their team chemistry is like crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you know, I I just see them going into the, I mean, obviously they're going to the conference cha- not, uh, the conference playoffs. I see them either being runner up or uh, winning that, and I also uh, see them going into the NCAA girls uh D two uh, playoffs, and from there I. The sky's the limit for them. They're just going to have to go get some some good competitors that was also good in their conference. Yeah, they'll definitely make a good, you know, run for it. So we'll just see how it turns out. Yeah. Um, along Alongside with that, I want to talk about the uh, the boys. Um, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, their record is... Hold on, let me see. Oh, their record is eight and thirteen. They got a win streak right now. Um, home is six and two. They're showing that they're really good at home. Uh, away, they're one and ten, uh, and then neutral, they're uh, five hundred. Um, so, 
you know, with that, uh, oh yeah, and then they, uh, then, uh, their game is also this Friday, um, that's, uh, 7.30 and stuff like that, um, I feel like, you know, I haven't really seen much of them, I mean, personally, see, like, look, 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 with this podcast, I'm gonna be straight up with y'all, I really haven't seen much of these niggas, bro, like, um, to be honest, they're, they're like, I don't know, I, I, I really don't like their coach, that's really what it is. Their coaching staff is very toxic. Yeah. After last year, you know, last year they had a good season, you know, for, you know, their team, you know. Uh, had Quincy Quincy Harding, you know, uh, J.J. Roberts, and then, you know, had Christian Westing, you know, kind of. But, um, you know, you had, like, players like that. I mean, they, they, they gave off, you know, chemistry. They gave off a vibe, you know, they was really good teammates and stuff like that. I just feel like, you know, Schaefer, uh he was very um he was very very he's very protective over his program. You know, very protective over how he was as a as a as a guy, you know. And it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's crazy the things I hear about him. It's crazy cuz uh, I see him every day. Uh I hear mixed things. I hear good things and I hear bad things. So I, I hear that he's know. a badass coach. Like he's very toxic. For you real? know, yeah, very yeah. toxic. You know, after after last year, you know, they had a really good season, and you know, Schaefer, he's just very, you know, out there. You know, you yeah. know, he he thinks the 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 program. He thinks Western still own like like still like, you know, needs to bow down to him. Mm. But he hasn't really done anything as a coach. You know, he just got his hundredth career win. He's been here for same, how long? The same time I've been here, you know. Like, come on now, dude. I don't know. Like, is I think it's the team, bro. Like, I don't know. I feel like they don't be grinding sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I know they be grinding, and I know, like, I don't know. I think they're young, too. Yeah. So that doesn't help. But they don't have like. A predominant score, you know. Yeah, they need someone that can just score. And they don't have that. I mean, they do have that, and I forgot his name. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> ah, what's his name? He's a point guard. I forgot. I forgot his name. Whatever. But um, I just feel like Colt. Yeah, number eleven. Colt. Yeah, uh, Cole? number eleven Shout on the team. You. We giving you props. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he um. He just, I mean, you know, he he's their go-to, but um, you you know, you have Roe, you know, you have players like yeah. that. I just feel like, as the coaching staff, last year and this year, they was very toxic, very toxic. But um, Do you think last you got year, better though. No, I don't. I feel <laughs> like as long as Schaefer's uh, is is there is their coach, I feel like he's not. So you don't like him at all. I just don't like his. I don't. I don't like how he do things as a coach. I don't. I don't think he's a good coach. I feel it. So I mean, with that, um, we got we kind of got all, like off on a tangent, but uh, you know, the boys basketball team eight eight and thirteen. Um, seven thirty is their game. Uh, at the Paul Wright Gymnasium against Dixie State. Uh, and yeah, so um, I'm going off into the team that you own, the track team. Um, Mr. Jaron Donaldson. Um, how you feel about your like you know y'all uh y'all progress throughout the year? Um, we're a young team definitely, but for track it it only matters if you can run fast or not. So, like uh our freshman we have a uh our best sixty runner right now is a freshman Eric Flick or Eric Fike. He's running seven one. Shout out to him. Um, our four hundred squad. Always holds it down. Um, our jumps, our jumps is ran. Our, we got some big jumpers in Khalil James and Brian Schmidt. Um, all areas, I feel like we we're doing pretty good. You know, like we've been going to a couple meets. We've been producing at these meets. We just won the the Power Five. The Power Five was pretty competitive for everyone, and it was scored a. Uh, both men and women, so that just shows that we're able to, you know, put numbers on the board. Um, so how you think y'all gonna do? Cause I mean, you're you're obviously in indoor right now. Um, going into outdoor, how you feel like y'all gonna do for yeah outdoor outdoor for season? outdoor? We def for outdoor, we definitely if we're first like indoor, we're definitely gonna try and retain our title mm-hmm. as in indoor champs and uh, 
outdoor we're looking for just a better out outcome because last year we got third and we definitely could have done better we were missing some key people for some distance events but i feel like once everyone's healthy and everything we're gonna be back on track and uh we're hoping to win another one go back to back okay okay um yeah anything else you want to say about the track team i mean you know i love y'all some days some days i don't know <laughs> so yeah um all right end up with that i mean i don't really got anything on the track team uh y'all look like y'all doing good y'all beat adam state badly um so i mean it looks like y'all doing good so to me i say uh props and stuff like that so um the next one you know something uh to me and stuff like that you know it's uh the football football season mm-hmm. um I feel like you know we're we're gonna do pretty good next year. Uh, I don't. Well, I do really think that we're gonna have you know a chance to get the RMAC championship, and I do feel like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do our thing in a RMAC conference because this conference is really not that good. But I do also feel like we are young, in which we're going to need, um, we're gonna need time we're gonna need leaders at uh specific times uh throughout the bump in the road and stuff like that so i feel like that's gonna be our biggest thing right now um is who is who's gonna be our leaders and um personally i feel like i'm not a leader but uh if it if the time came up to be and stuff like that and i was really just pissed off and stuff you know i do my thing i get pissed off you know uh try to change it and stuff like that but um i feel like you know the recruits that we just got um i'm a defensive player so you know uh, I know the DBs that we got. They're young, fast, and strong. They're um, they're all coming in hungry, and they're coming for the the little top spot, you know. And they coming to change the program and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's mainly what we want to do. We want to just change the culture. That's what we want to do. We're tired of losing, you know. Yeah. And that's something that you know we gotta uh, we we just gotta work on. So uh, I feel like you know players like Tim Mullen, James Bryant, uh, Connor Dash, um, Kai. Eli Gillespie, um, players like Josh Cummings, uh, you know, bias me myself. I just feel mm-hmm. like you know players like that is was what is what's really gonna like. It, we gonna need to step up, but we're also gonna need to you know just excel at a different way. We're gonna have to drastically change for next year in order for us to get our match championship. And also, you know, I'm looking past that. I'm trying to go into the NCAA playoffs because yeah. I'm tired of just ending it with 11 games. Have I want to play. that ultimate goal at the end. Exactly. So I just feel like, you know, we have that team. We're young and stuff like that. But we can also make things shake. And um, I forgot Darius too. Darius Gaines, he's very uh, – he's a fast dude. And, you know, special team, he's really good. And he's 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 – turning into a corner in which is going to be a very difficult thing for him to do because he recently just, uh, I mean, throughout the season, you know, he was, you know, getting pushed over to being uh, a corner. But, you know, a linebacker in a corner is two different positions. And uh, I feel like, you know, this offseason is really going to be good for him. Um, You know, his speed is, he just ran a 4-3-8. So, you know, he's fast and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, he could do some things with him. Um, But... You know, you uh, like players like that. You know, you know if you come out and stuff like that, it's gonna be cool. You know, we're gonna Shoot. make Let's things see, shake. Man. But um, yeah, you know, with that, I just feel like you know we're gonna have a good season. You know, um, we're gonna be more on the winning side than losing. That's the main thing. That's the goal. That's very much the goal. Um, so we're going on with crazy topic fa- uh, phrases. Um, We're going with uh, anything and everything you got to end off the uh, end off this podcast, Jaren. So, uh, you know, anything you wanna wanna talk about? Let's talk. Let the little fish out to sea. You feel me? Well, you know, this is our first podcast. You very know, first, so very first. This is, you know, I I feel like this is dope. You know, yeah. Like, this is I have never done something like this before. So I hope <laughs> I'm over here looking at the mic. I hope y'all can hear me because I know I talk quiet. But, <laughs> um, I don't know, like. We could talk about so much. So much, man. So much in this little-ass town, man. That's what I think, bro, because it's like we have our hard times in our day, and this is basically going to be our, our stress reliever, really. Yeah. Um, You know, talk about hoes, drama. Yeah. yeah, anything that comes up to mind. I mean, as a as of this uh this section, but we we don't really have any. I, but I don't have. I only have anything right now. Yeah, me either. Um, I pretty much just gave my my two cents to the boys basketball team. Yeah, you did. But um <laughs> um 
You know, yeah. stuff like that, like like just like that is gonna be like really uh I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that for this uh last segment, uh crazy topics and then uh we we gonna end up changing that name, you know. I, that's just a rough draft right now. But um you know, I thank y'all for listening through. You know, this is when the kids pull up podcast with uh with Dominic Fletcher and Jaren Donaldson. And uh that's how we gonna end it. We out. We outie.